0: Welcome to the Terrible Outdoorsman Podcast. Ryan Cowan, your host.
1: Yo, 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 what up the show? It's Bob Cowan.
0: It's, he it's as if he doesn't go second every time. Who else we got on the line?
1: Captain JG,
2: Midland, Michigan.
0: Yeah. Jimmy Dalmage,
3: And you got Dan Williams. The full crew again. Hey! What's up, boys?
0: Nothing. It's been a while since we uh, we talked. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> kind of yeah. had a
0: hiatus. It has.
4: What's going on with that? Like,
0: a lot of weird. cool stuff happened. It has been a busy fucking. We well, have Halloween, so yeah, between Halloween and Bob playing in in fucking Kentucky, <laughs> Jason <laughs> Jason <laughs> playing in New York, like it's been scheduling hell. So yep. glad we can all get together. So. Um, we got a lot to cover. Um, in a sh- short time to get there. So, Bob, what's going on?
1: What up? <laughs> oh, just hanging
0: out being cool. You know How- me. How's Kentucky? I'm
1: about, uh, about to graduate this course. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, Bob will be back you know, next week, and we can actually get in studio and do this shit in his house again. So my wife doesn't yeah. come.
1: I I hate doing this stuff over Zoom. I don't know how. Uh, it's I don't know how Jason does this every week, but Seriously? I'm a professional. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's what I he, am it's what he does. It's, I'm a professional as hell over here. So, uh, yeah, I'm uh, about to graduate the school and be done with this shit, and I will be back in the old uh, in the mitten, and uh, I immediately go on leave. So as soon as I get back, I'm on leave. So I will be immediately in my tree stand. Uh, mm-hmm. As long as my wife will let me, and then right after that, me and Ryan are going on our uh, we're going on our firearm trip. So Deer Camp, will be out, I'll be up there for opening day. Yeet yeah, yeet. Deer Camp, son.
0: All right, Bob, you got a veteran shout out for us this week.
1: Yep. Uh, so this week's veteran shout out is going to go out to Joseph C. Rohr. He was a World War II veteran who served in the 103rd Mechanized Division, uh, which was a recon division. He was a radio operator and um, uh, used a uh, six-wheeled vehicle um, uh, called the Greyhound. So, pretty kind of kind of a cool story. Um, this was sent in from a listener. Uh, he was awarded three Bronze Stars for helping the 103rd liberate. Um, it was uh, caught the cough Ring, which was a subcamp of that, uh, the uh, Dachau or Dachau. Um, concentration camp in Germany, which was a it was a concentration camp in southern Germany, uh, in one of the original uh, first concentration camps, and uh, a bunch of other camps sprung up from that camp, and was kind of the model for the whole Nazi regime throughout World War II, and how they modeled all their other camps, so Auschwitz and and all the other um, major camps that we saw throughout the World War II or the European theater we're all kind of model after that one. That was one of the biggest ones, but um, he was part of that. And um, so, yeah, so that, this was, I, I think his grandfather. Um, yeah. So it was submitted kind of by cool by Joseph
0: Rohr, and his grandfather was Joseph Rohr. So let's be Joseph Roar. Yeah. III, so kind of so a, avid listener.
1: Yeah. So kind of a cool story. Um, you know, we thank you for your service. We appreciate the, uh, the shout out. Um, yeah, so that's our shout-out for this week.
0: Good stuff. So um, something cool that we're doing with these veteran shout-outs is uh, we're going to get these posted on our website at Um There's going to be a tab for just veteran shout-outs. So as we get these, um, we're going to kind of put them together, and you'll be able to read um, all these veteran shout-outs on that page, which is uh, kind of a cool feature Dan's putting together. So thank you, Dan. Uh, thank you, Joe, uh, for submitting it, and thank you, Grandpa Joe, for your service. So good stuff. Um, Captain JG, give us a harvest summary update.
2: Yes, sir. It has been climbing as you might expect.
0: It's been a couple of weeks. And it better be a lot
2: higher. It, it is. It is. So um, looked at it before we started uh, the podcast today, and we're sitting at 70,000.
0: Holy shit. Yep, seventy thousand eighteen. It
4: actually moved yep. up. It's
0: seventy seventy seven. Hey, you're not the Deer Harvest Report guy. Yeah, yeah. Quiet down from the peanut gallery I over think there. They can't hear me because my they mic. They can't hear muted. you because you're muted. <laughs> <laughs> seventy thousand. That's that's cool. Well, uh, yeah, I'm interested to see what happens during gun season. That's gonna be a huge spike. Especially
2: after hearing Chad talk about it. Like right. we knew there was a spike, you know. Not a spike buck, don't get all worked up. Everyone yeah. shoots spikes, but um yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna blow it out of the waters. It'll be yep. interesting to see what it what it comes out as.
0: Yep. Noise. So Jason, give us an update. Um I know you just spent uh the last week or so on a on a hunting trip. Break that down for us.
2: Yeah, so I'll go and wait,
0: uh, wait, 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 wait. Fishing report. Snort. Again, the snort. Who's gonna do it? You. I'm just fucking standing here. Get it. Snort. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I just um, like that loud foghorn bellows of a voice. So
0: cool ass story. Um, one of our listeners, uh, Derek. Um, sent me a picture of You was sitting around his bonfire, and uh, he did the snort and sent it to me. Um, pretty badass. Um, thanks for that. If you guys have any more pictures of snorts or videos of snorts, send them. Super excited for those.
1: Did you send them some swag for that snort?
0: Um, yeah, he uh, actually purchased some swag from us. Oh shoot! All right, he wanted the whole kit and caboodle.
1: Well, thank you.
0: So the swag, the swag tag or tab is not even up on the website, and he just insisted he had to have some some terrible. He shit. got the uh,
2: he got the terrible outdoorsman package.
0: He did. It was a small package.
1: <laughs> 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 ah, that's what, that's it, what
0: she said. It may be short, but it sure was skinny.
3: <laughs> <laughs> My God. You know, if they uh, we should do a thing to where if they buy
0: the whole package, then they get a little uh, pint of pucker, what comes with it. So <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm starting this thing. The last couple things I've posted, I've put that... De Kuiper needs to sponsor us and I'm gonna keep doing it until they fucking sponsor us. Sponsor us. The Kuiper. Kuiper. That's uh, <laughs> the parent company to Pucker. Um yeah, I'm gonna everything I post I'm gonna put the Kuiper needs to sponsor us. Sponsors there's going to gonna be really some
2: group. poor person sitting in a cubicle in their headquarters that's in charge of social media, <laughs> looking through social media, and be like this guy just posts us in everything. <laughs> is,
0: this, is this guy in America? That's that's my mission. I'm going to do that until they sponsor us. Anyway, there's literally
1: one guy, one guy that works at. The he might, he, but he might room.
0: be our listener. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. The listener. All right, so Jason, break down your your New York trip. I know you were super successful.
2: Um, yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> no, not this year. I had a little bit of a streak going. I had shot bucks three years in a row, and you know why, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know terrible. exactly why I didn't get a deer this year, and it's because of this damn podcast. <laughs>
0: That's exactly why. You were super successful in everything you do until you started this podcast with us. So.
2: Yeah, it Go really, um, it really uh, accentuated my problems in the outdoors once I joined on this podcast team. Anyway... I have to tell a quick terrible outdoorsman story before the hunt started because although I talked about it, I was a terrible outdoorsman. I procrastinated and I did not shoot my bow until the week of departure <clears throat> and bust open the bow, get out of the case, and I shot four arrows and then my tubing for my peep sight broke in half.
0: <laughs> okay, good start.
2: So I said, I go, okay, cool. So those four arrows were good. Now I get to find a new piece of tubing. And I did get one. So I was ready to go. Uh, did some more shooting. I went out there. Um, I have to say, Ryan, the infamous app that we like to get frustrated with that talks about deer movement. You know the one. Mm-hmm. It was Shall we not say their name? It was literally spot on. Every morning and evening hunt that it predicted on it was going to be good, bad, up, down. It was literally spot on.
0: I have a contradictory story, but okay. well, we'll, we'll we'll go with yours. Okay. Spot yeah. on. So we,
2: yeah. So I get down uh, <clears throat> right out there with my friend. On Friday, we got out there for the evening hunt. I was headed out to a stand that overlooks a big, uh, long food plot. I'm going up the hill along the edge of the woods, and I look into the trees and I go, oh, that that rock kind of looks like a deer. That's funny. Take a few more steps. Man, that really does look like a deer. Wouldn't that be funny if there was a deer bedded right there? Take a few more steps. Shooter eight point, 60 yards, bedded (laughs) in the woods, facing away from me. And I go, okay, well, this is a good start not enough wind didn't really have any sort of like crazy play on him. Just sat, you know, kind of stood behind a tree Wind shifted a little bit, he got a little bit of my scent. He just got up and, and walked away. But, uh, I mean, it was a cool start to the hunt, right? Saw a buck right away. I sat in that stand that night. I ended up seeing that buck, uh, come out. It was a nice eight point, um, activity was good Friday evening, Saturday. Um, I ended up having a few encounters. We had some slow days there. Um, First night, have that eight point go back at 60 or go by at 60 yards. Saturday morning, I have a seven point go by at 35 ish. And even when I do practice a lot, I really honestly don't practice over 20 yards. I just, I'm even if I did shoot that practicing, it would take me a long time to actually be confident to shoot any further than that. So I kind of imposed my own limitation of only only having a range of like 20 yards. But anyway, buck goes by at about 35 yards. Um, pretty cool encounter. Close. Didn't know I was there. That was Saturday morning. Uh, Saturday night, I moved to a different stand um, in a different part of the property and that buck came by that I had seen that morning. He came by at about 30 yards. So I was kind of joking around like, Hey, I see a buck, like a shooter at 60, then at 35 at 30. And in then in the next day, like I should have one right under my stand. Right. Sunday morning, I had um, a five point five or a six. I couldn't quite tell. He literally walked behind the tree. It was like 10 feet. And I, I was going to try to make a move on him where I was sitting in the tree stand. Uh, So if you're sitting there facing uh, 12 o'clock, bow was hung over my left shoulder Um, on my right hand side, like right next to the tree stand base is a, a, another tree trunk and the deer walked behind me and I picked the bow up and I tried to turn and get my bow past the tree trunk and he knew the gig was up. He was so close. He heard me shuffling around up there and I'm like, You've got to be kidding me. Like that that would have been awesome. I I would have pulled that off. Unfortunately, starting Sunday morning, it was warm. Um, The barometer was kind of steadily dropping, not a bunch of terrible weather or anything, but just like steady decrease. It was warm. Deer activity, daytime deer activity went to zero. There's four guys hunting a 500 acre farm and Sunday night, Monday morning, Monday, yeah, Sunday night, Monday morning, Monday night, didn't see a deer. Four guys on 500 acres didn't see a deer. Hmm. It just shut right down. It was crazy. There was a little bit of rutting activity when we first got there. Some of the smaller bucks were bumping does and stuff. I saw that nice buck make a rub. It just shut right down. And it was kind of a a bummer. Um, Then you go to, uh, you know, I'm watching that infamous deer movement app and it says you know starting tuesday afternoon the barometer was going to start to increase and it claimed that deer activity was going to increase and it did a friend of mine got up in his stand in the afternoon i saw a couple of deer tuesday evening he got up right when he got up in his stand he had three bucks of varying sizes but all deer that he would have shot were chasing a doe like a beagle after a rabbit They were just going all over the woods. He said it was awesome. And then he ended up shooting a buck that night um, about 5.30. He had a, a, I think it was a seven point. Yeah, seven point came in. He shot it, stuck it right through the heart. Reminded me of your picture. I mean, literally rage in the cage, hammered it. Um, It only went about 60 yards. So that that was exciting. So Wednesday morning was my last hunt. I go out to a spot, Um, the weather was cooler, it was really foggy, it was quiet. I thought it was, I I tried to stay motivated, right? It's the last day, you're kind of, you're not optimistic because you know it's the last day. It's the last hunt you're going home. And I had a ton of activity. I had a nice buck go by, just materialize out of the fog. That was pretty cool down this mode path. I'm sitting there looking around and it just all of a sudden a a dark blob just materializes into this nice eight point, but he never got close enough. Heard a bunch of grunting off in the brush. It was a good time. And I'm just watching the clock. Like I had to get out of the tree at 10 o'clock. And in this particular stand, I hunted it a couple of times. I played a scenario out in my head. I was sitting on the edge of a power line. So I had like a 10 to 15 yard area. That was a mode path in front of me with some thick brush field off to my left or west and while i was sitting there i just kept playing in my mind that deer was going to come out from that brush and i was going to see it moving through the trees get ready it was going to step out into the power lines at 20 yards and i was going to stick it every every time i sat in that stand i just played that one scenario over and over and over in my mind that wednesday morning it was quiet you couldn't hear the deer you just had to keep looking around because it was thick fog everything was damp they just weren't making noise um had some does go by really close. I thought this is going to, this is, I was trying to, just to you know, stay confident at nine 40. I'm turned, I'm standing up, turned in the stand, looking one direction. Cause I thought I heard something. And so if again, you're facing your, out of your stand at noon at like the nine o'clock position, I'm turned looking at to the left. I catch a flicker of something in my eye and I turn and look and there's a a six point. Uh, it w- it would have been an eight point if it had brow times, but no brow times. So just a nice six point is standing on the edge of the power line mode path at 15 yards, right in front of me. I can't do anything. I, I, he didn't see me when I looked at him, but it was like you can't move. The deer's looking right in your direction. You know, 20 minutes before I had to get down. And I said, well, let's just see what happens. And he walked towards me. He walked next to my stand. And when he got like even with my stand, I just tried to be, you know, wheel and deal. I turned. I grabbed my bow real quick. I turned. I drew on him. And by that time, he was past me and he was back into some brush. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? I sat here three times. And the scenario that I played out in my head a 100 times happened and I wasn't ready for it. So that was a bummer. But we had fun, ate a ton of great food. Overall, we saw a good number of bucks. Um, One day, I actually decided to hunt later in the morning and go out at like 10 or 11 and do a little uh, midday hunt. I'm standing on the porch at the trailer, and the guys are all out hunting, and I step out on the porch with a cup of coffee, and I'm looking around, and an eight-point walks out 35 yards away next to the trailer and just looks over at me and just walks across the road into
0: the woods. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh man so you've really developed we, some bad luck since we started this ship.
2: yeah so you, it was fun you need some i had friends. a good time <laughs> yeah and then uh to speed it up a little bit here get up hunt wednesday morning drive from new york back to ohio get in my truck head up to midland pull into the driveway in midland at 8 30 last night and get a call from my uncle in Lapier that says i hit a buck I'm a little nervous. I could use some help. I walk in to my house, say hello to my beautiful bride-to-be, give her a kiss, say, it's nice to see you, and <laughs> I need to leave.
0: <laughs> and, and so I turned around. What, what did she say at that moment?
2: She, oh, when I walked in and I said, gave her a kiss and said, how are you doing? She said, good. Why are you smiling? And I said, <laughs> I need to go track a deer. <laughs> so... I will, turned around, and at 8.45, I left Midland. I drove down to Lapeer, Um and it ended up being my, my uncle shot this deer. He didn't know where he had hit it, and he was just a little bit nervous because it was headed to some real thick swamp um, on his property. I get down there. My brother shows up. We go out there at like 10.30, and he had already tracked it uh, about 50 yards, and then it went into this real thick stuff. And so we go out there with flashlights. We get to the last piece of tracking tape that he had tied on when he first went and looked. We get there, and he shines his now more powerful flashlight up. The deer is dead 30 yards away. <laughs> and it, nice. and Jacob, Jacob and I look at each other and go, well, I am I guess we're glad we're here and we found it. Like, I was kind of hoping for a little bit more of a track job, right. but that's okay. If you're driving
0: so, all the way down from Midland. What day did you yeah, get that exactly. call? exactly so i'm sorry what day did you get that
2: call yesterday
4: oh okay yeah i had something yeah. similar happen on sunday
0: similar yeah,
2: yeah yeah so like i said went down there and got that deer and, and had a good time and celebrated the harvest and that but uh yeah kind of a whirlwind of events but it was fun i had a good time and now i'm really looking forward to getting a little time in the tree still gonna try to wet a line for a muskie i gotta try to make that happen and then Obviously looking forward to sitting out there with the Orange Army on the
0: 15th. you got to get that public land buck, you know. We don't talk about that. No, that public land eight point, I think is what you said. With a bow. With a bow. There you go. So when you got home uh, late last night, did did your bride-to-be even talk to you? (laughs)
2: Um, It's hard to talk when you're snoring. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Just gave you the cold shoulder. You still haven't talked to her yeah. yet. And then you come yeah. home from work today. Oh, no, you didn't work today. And then you're on a podcast with a bunch of assholes. So. <laughs> yeah. Very fitting. Very fitting. So what you're saying is Nikki
3: hates us. <laughs> We're, We're doing over. a good job. Yep. <laughs> Nikki, Denise, Sarah, everybody. Yes, everybody. This,
4: this podcast will claim many marriages.
3: <laughs> yes. Yes. Many. <laughs> many, <laughs> many it's going to go
4: from the terrible outdoorsman to the bachelor outdoorsman.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the terrible
0: husbands. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, that's cool. Well, it sucks you didn't get one. But I know uh, you had some stories from last year so
3: I admire your yeah. preparation I mean your, <laughs> your your dedication and your preparation to it I mean I think that's cool yeah so yeah, some yeah. positive takeaways yeah yeah
0: well I had a similar situation it just turned out a little better for me yep so um, as most people know I was able to shoot my biggest buck to date on Sunday and uh so we can go into it a little bit. Um, so I really, Sunday, I wasn't even planning on hunting. I had We had a party Saturday night for the Michigan-Michigan State game. Go blue! Go blue! Go green! <laughs> yeah, apparently go green, go home. Yeah. yeah, Or to jail. <laughs> go home, get. <laughs> this is taking them a little bit longer to warm, yeah, up, warm gonna, up this year. Apparently it's all. they're going to go get out of jail after yeah, jumping some folks yeah, in that the was, tunnel. Yeah, that was terrible. Um, anyways, so yeah, go blue. And... uh So I didn't hunt Sunday morning. I knew that was a bad idea because the late game, I don't think I got home to one o'clock. So I'm like, I'm not going to hunt in the morning. I'm going to sleep in. First time I've slept in and I I don't even know because uh, Bob can attest to this. I've hunted every single opportunity that I've had a day off in the month of October. And every single time he'll text me like, are you hunting? Yup. Like I made a commitment um, after last year that I was going to shoot a decent deer and, uh, yeah I've hunted more in the month of October this year than I've ever hunted. I think I don't even know at least a dozen times, which is a lot with my work schedule so so I said, you know,' screw it I'm gonna go over and watch the watch the lion's game with my dad, which was a terrible idea. It's the worst part of the day there um and then just hunt at night and wasn't super confident because i had to, I had to work the next morning at five o'clock in the morning, so I'm like I'm not shooting a doe. Um, if I do shoot anything, it's got to be worthy of shooting it for me to have to worry about getting up at fucking 4 o'clock the next day. So um, so I just said, screw it. Let's, I'll, I'll go out. So watching the Lions game, um, it was absolute trash. Um, so I think it was early into the third quarter, I just grabbed my shit and started getting dressed. And I was in the tree before 4 o'clock, so, and it doesn't get dark till about 7, so it was going to be a little bit of a longer sit. So <clears throat> I go walking out and uh, I decide to, for some reason, I just decided to like pack really light and I didn't bring like a lot of shit. I was like, it's just hot out. It was, it was actually really warm. Like Jason said that Sunday, like, I don't know why, it just got warm. And uh, so I didn't bring much. Um, I literally just grabbed like my, my headlamp, uh, my bow, my quiver, and then I had my rangefinder. And so I go out there, and as I'm walking out, I'm creeping super slow because the leaves are noisy as all hell. And it's like every step is just like crunch, crunch. And Jason, I sent you that video. That's what really made me think of it. There's this video on TikTok of this dude who takes a leaf blower in the woods (laughs) and blows a path to his tree stand. And I'm like, that's fucking genius. Yeah. After my walk out there, like every crunch, it sounded like someone was – crashing down a tree in the woods. And uh so I'm walking super slow and probably the only reason I notice is that because I'm walking so slow, I see about maybe forty yards from my stand, I see a scrape. Brand new, there's not even leaves on it. So I'm thinking, oh shit, that's a good sign. And I had set up a mock scrape probably from that spot, probably 50 yards from it. It was on the other side of my tree stand. I had set up a mock scrape and I had pictures of, of deer hitting it. So walk a little bit farther and I saw another scrape probably 15 yards from that. But where it was at on the trail I walk in at, it was far enough off the trail where I'm like, if I was just kind of walking in there like normal, I probably wouldn't notice noticed it. So the only reason I even noticed it is because I was walking slow. So get up in the tree stand I text Bob, let him know, like, hey, there's a couple nice scrapes here. Brand new. Not a single leaf on them. You can see, like, the the hoof prints and everything on it. I'm like, it's a good sign. Something's been here recent. And uh, get in the tree stand and proceed to not see a fucking thing for two and a half hours. <laughs> not a single deer. And it was, like, as the day gets older I'm and it's getting darker, I'm getting, like, more and more frustrated because I'm like, Jesus Christ, I've hunted, like, 12 times now, I've seen one baby set of antlers. I've seen a million does, and I'm not shooting a doe. I've got all these bucks on camera and nothing during daylight. i like, good Lord. So I'm looking at um, this app that Jason's talking about, the Deer Movement app, and it's saying poor. It's like red across the whole day. So I'm like, I'm not super confident because not that I think there's really much like to that thing, but it was saying poor, like every condition possible was was horrible for this. When hug. it
2: says good or great, you can at least be like, oh, okay, things are going to pick up. When we were laughing at camp too, they were like, so what's the forecast for tomorrow? And I was like,
0: bad, <laughs> all day, right? just bad. That's what it said. It was bad. Well, it was poor, and then in, in little spots it said bad. I'm like, oh, this is great, and then like I said, I sit there for over two hours and I don't see any deer movement. And this particular stand, this is the new stand that Bob and I set up. We've talked about it. It's right on the edge of a cornfield. I have seen deer every single time in that tree stand. I've hunted it seriously. That particular spot, probably 10 times. And I have seen deer religiously in that spot. And it's like six fifteen, And all of a sudden I finally see some does like walking through the woods, probably 60 yards for me. Um, but it at least gets me excited, gets my attention, right? So I'm like, just literally just like a hawk. I'm watching that spot to see if anything's coming behind it. After about 15 minutes, there's nothing. These deer are already in the cornfield. And I'm like, well, fuck. Instantly, like, my, my mood just changes. I'm like, well, nothing's chasing those those little deer. And, and a couple of them were little. There was one that was adult. So instantly go back to the frustration. And it's like 6.30. Gets dark at like 7 or so. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to send up a Hail Mary. And I pull out my rattling bag and I pull out my grunt call. And I'm like, what do I got to lose? I'm at 12 hunts now and I haven't seen shit. And Bob and I had just had a conversation about how I was going to do it the night, the last, the previous time I hunted. And he's like, you should. Like, it's right in that time. Like, it, right in that time frame. And I never use calls. Never blind call. I just don't. I have all the shit. I've never used it. I'm like, you know what? fuck it so i get the grunt out get the rattling bag out and i just start grunting and rattling intermittently for like 15 minutes and it's like i don't know 6:45 ish or so and nothing And i'm like well this is stupid i take all of it and i set it down glad
2: I hope, glad i just scared all the deer away that's
0: exactly what i'm thinking i'm like well that was fucking dumb like right before a light like it just probably scared away every deer possible whatever. I'm, just, I, I'm like, I'm so defeated at that moment. I'm like, I'm honestly thinking about just getting down, but it's like the last 10 minutes, 15 minutes of shooting light. And I'm like, whatever it's, it's a couple more minutes. I'll sit here. And I'm like, I keep hearing squirrels are going ape shit at this moment. Like every probably 10 seconds you hear squirrels and the leaves are so loud. So when these squirrels are like, these squirrels are the size of a rabbit they're fucking huge. And so when they're like digging through, for for nuts, it's like it sounds like a herd of wildebeest running through the woods. I'm like, God damn. So it's and it's all around me. So like I can't even like I every time earlier in the night, like I'm looking left and right. and I'm like I I I don't even care anymore. I'm not even gonna look. And I hear some. I'm sitting there, and then all of a sudden these these does. I hear something to my left, and I look to the cornfield, and these does are coming out of the cornfield, and they walk right behind the tree stand. And I don't think anything of it because that's the same path they always walk As they walk right behind me into a, a bunch of thick shit that's kind of right behind the tree stand. Don't think much of it. I'm kind of keeping an eye on the cornfield because just in case something was in the cornfield and it's following them out. But after a minute or so, like, I'm not seeing anything, so I'm like, whatever. So, like, while I'm looking in the corn, all of a sudden I hear something and I look over to my right. So if you're sitting in the tree stand, it'd be like my probably 2 o'clock All of a sudden I look over and I just see horns walking through the woods, probably like 50 yards away. And it's just dark enough to where like, I can't really see what it is, but the horns are standing out enough to where I'm like, oh, okay. Like that's prominent. Like they're just, they stood out like a sore thumb. Like they they were glowing is what it, what I remember of this moment. So I'm like, oh shit. (laughs) Like just, I didn't, I just like froze honestly i didn't even know what to do and i had my you know like, my, what was
2: happening ryan you know what was happening what the buck was looking at you so, saying take me ryan
4: <laughs> take me now <laughs>
0: love me um but yeah so I, like i just froze and i'm like because that's really like one of uh, there's only been a handful of times i've seen a buck like that big in person in the woods and i just like didn't even know what to fucking do and so like all of a sudden, like it's walking right towards me and it's walking right towards where that first scrape is that I that I found. And I'm like, eventually something clicked, and I'm like, oh fuck, that's that's a shooter buck. So and it's coming into my right. So like I, I'm shooting my my bow to the left. so like I gotta turn my whole fucking body to be able to shoot to the right, which is not an easy task to do. So like I slowly stand up in the, in the stand. Because like there's no way in a in a tree stand like that that I can shift my body and shoot to my right. So he comes in and I, I I'm able to stand up. I don't. He doesn't even look at me at this point. I stand up and shift my whole body to where I'm facing like dead to my right. And thank God I did that because he kind of went right into that direction to where the does were headed and he's pointed right in there and he starts walking towards them. so he's like right at my three o'clock at, at this point and i've got one little window where i'm gonna either get a shot and then he gets goes into that thick shit and he's gone so he gets to that spot and i give the old mert real loud and he stops and put it right on him fired and as soon as i pull the trigger I watch him drop about 12 inches, and the arrow goes right over its back. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like I, just, I couldn't believe it. And I saw, like, normally when I shoot, and I don't know what it is, if it's just like a, a glitch that I've got, like, I always close my eyes. I don't know if anybody else does that when I shoot. Like, it just, I close my eyes, and I normally don't see it, but I watch the arrow the entire flight, watch him drop, and I watch it fly right over his back. And I'm like... No fucking way did that happen. And he, so he takes off. You're he, like, he, oh, I've
2: got some content for the podcast.
0: Dude, like yeah. none of that shit was going through my mind. I'm just thinking, mother effer. Like, <laughs> no way did this happen again. Like, this this was my life last year. No way. So he 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 ducks a string, and he takes off, and he bounds like twice, and he goes about 10 yards kind of back in the direction he came from, and he stops. And he's looking away from me. He doesn't have a clue what's going on. And I'm I'm just sitting there like just everything's running through my head like I'm just pissed off. And I'm like, son of a bitch, I can't believe that happened. And all of a sudden something clicked after about what felt like a minute, it was probably like 15 seconds. Something clicked and I'm like, get another arrow in, you dumbass. Just get your bow ready. So with my crossbow, like I've got a, just a hand crank and I've got so I've got the shoulder up. The, the boat to my right shoulder and the crank is on the left side. So, like, I've got up my shoulder on the gun rest and, like, I've got to somehow, like, figure out how to pull my crank out and, and then crank this. Like hey, hey, while hey, without, don't talk
2: about pulling your crank out. I'm going to pull my crank out <laughs> without
0: making too much movement because this deer's like, obviously on alert and he's, he's only 40 yards from me at this point. So, I'm like, what the fuck do I do? So, with my crank, it... It, it threads off the handle takes off so you can just unthread it real quick and then the the cord and the clips that I clip to the string just pull out real easy so i do that I, I real quietly i unthread the crank take the cord out pull the cord out clip it onto the string and then i got to thread that handle back in and it's one of those things where you, when when you're in a situation like this you lose all fine motor skills i could not get that fucking thing to thread um And again, it felt like it was like a minute. It was probably 10 seconds, but it was, I couldn't get it to thread. I was getting more and more frustrated and it wouldn't go. And I'm thinking in my head, like, don't, don't fucking do this. Like, don't do it. I eventually, I get a thread, threaded. And then, so once I get it threaded, then I've got to like crank it. And I'm trying to hold the bow and not make any movement because like I said, he's on alert. He's not looking at me, but he, big movements like that, like can alert him and he's going to take off. So I'm cranking it, and I'm going super slow. And my 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 whole system's a, a little bit older. The crank is, and it's creaking. As I'm cranking it, it's like it's it's like the Tin Man. It needs some oil, and it's like. Ur, ur, ur. So I'm going as slow as I possibly can, but at the same time, like I'm trying to be fast to get this shit ready. So I get it. I get it cranked, and um, get it back. Get it. Get the bow cocked. Um, so then the way mine's set up is I've got to take it all back off cause it's underneath my scope. So I had to take the handle back off. <laughs> Dan's shaking his head. Jesus Christ. Dude, I'm telling you, this was a, the fact that this, all this shit worked is just beyond me. So I take the crank off. I got to pull the cord back off, lift it over my scope and all, I just leave everything just hanging there. I took the handle off through my, in my pouch and uh, I had to grab a. That, so now my quiver's up, like in like the holder for the bow. So I got to reach up, grab my quiver, get another broadhead or get another arrow. Put it in my put it in my bow, and in this whole I time, I think
2: this was one of the CWD zombie deer that was not aware of its surroundings. <laughs> for real, this is real. just like a
0: super horny <laughs> buck, I mean, dude. Don't do, don't get me wrong; it's pretty dark at this moment, so like I've got that element on my side to where yeah. it's pretty dark. Where he's at, there's some shit in between us, so it's not like it's just open ground. It's there's some trees and some branches and stuff. So so I get I get another bolt in, and I'm I'm situated, and I'm like okay, and I'm thinking I'm thinking of my head like. Please fucking turn around and and give me another shot, please. And sure as shit, as I thought that, he turns and he starts walking directly in front of the tree stand, Uh, Yeah, directly in front of it. And I'm like, no fucking way is this going to happen. It's not just all that's running through my head. There's no way this is going to happen. no way I'm going to get the second shot with everything I just went through. So I popped the safety off and I I got the gun. At this point, I got the gun rest in front of me. And, like, I've got one window directly in front of me, and there's a big tree, a big oak that's directly in front of the tree stand. And I've ranged it all 10 times I've been out there, and it's 40 yards. And he is walking right in front of it. And there's one window, and same thing. He walks. Well, he's kind of taking his time. He's stopping. Turns out he's got a scrape line right there. About every 10 feet he had scrapes, and he was hitting those every single time. Once he realized everything was fine, he started hitting those scrapes. So all of a sudden he he's he's right there like coming into that window and I'm trying to find him in the scope and I can't find him because it's dark enough to where like I'm looking through the brush and I'm like what the fuck I cannot see this deer so I'm like you know what I'm just gonna I, I find I find the tree in my scope and I just hold it on that opening and all of a sudden I'm looking through the scope and I see his horns just coming into the, into into the scope and I'm like okay now I got him and as soon as I saw his horns I yelled him. And he stopped. And thank God he stopped right there. Jim, you saw where, where it was at. Like It was a small fucking window between yeah. where we were standing to that tree stand. I don't remember it too much, but yeah. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so he stops in that window. And, and I, even, I even took like an extra second. I made sure I had perfect aim, used the right line in my scope, pulled the trigger, heard the thump when it, when it hit the deer. So I knew I hit him at that point. And I'm instantly doing the the Luke Bryan, like, oh, my God. <laughs> if you've seen that video of him yeah, freaking out. Oh, my God. And so he takes off like a bat out of hell to my left. and And, like, I kind of lose sight of him. And all of a sudden, he comes running back. So he ran about 20 yards, did a 180, came running back. And right behind that tree, that that I had ranged at 40 yards is a bunch of brush, a bunch of greenery, and you can't see, really see past it. Well, he runs right behind that, and it sounds like I hear a thud and a bunch of thrashing. And I'm thinking in my head, like, no way did he just drop right there. There's no way. And, like, I'm just, you know, adrenaline rush. I don't even know what to think at this moment. Kind of going crazy. And so I just sit up in the stand for, like, a minute, two minutes, just catching my breath. And instantly, I'm like, I got to get fucked down. I got to see if I hit this thing. And by now, it's pitch dark. It's It had to have been like 6.55 when I actually shot that thing. And I looked in the book, and legal shooting light was like 7.01 or something for that day. So I'm like, it was right there. Hmm. It was right there. So I get down, and I walk what I thought was right to that tree, and it turns out it was not to that tree. <laughs> I'm looking around for blood, and I can't find shit. I can't find an arrow i can't find blood i'm like i know i hit this thing between what i heard when i when the arrow hit and then i start thinking did i hit a fucking tree like what happened well i wasn't looking around the right tree i was all discombobulated once i got down so i go i i start walking around and i eventually i find some drops of blood and that's a picture i think i sent to all you guys and then about five feet next to it is the arrow soaked in blood and uh and at that point i'm like okay that's a good sign i've got the arrow i've got pretty good blood and i looked like i just used my flashlight and looked as far out as i could from that spot and i saw blood and i'm like okay we're good i'm, we're, I'm pretty confident that I, I hit it pretty good so i'm like all right i'm gonna get the hell out of here turn around i didn't go any farther from that spot from where i shot it and i just headed back and like as i'm walking back through the woods i text everybody i think i I think I text Bobby the picture, too. And like, as I'm walking, he calls me. And I'm trying to talk to him while I'm walking through, like, through the woods, <laughs> out of breath, trying to talk with the adrenaline rush. I don't even know what the fuck I was saying at that moment. Long
1: walk. Yeah.
0: Do you remember what I said, Bob?
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you kind of, like, recap exactly what you just said, but a lot you know in in about 12 seconds (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah, in in about 12 seconds i I was i was getting a piece here and there but for the most part i got you know the the gist of it i was really you know i i said i i think i asked you like what did you shoot And you you said that you know nice buck and i there's one buck in particular we've been watching a lot quite a few bucks out there so i asked him if it was the big one that we've been watching we've been watching like a wide eight point out there and he said, I don't think it was that one. I think it was a tall one or something like that. And uh, I was like, all right, cool. And then, you know, I could tell he was out of breath. And, and he was, you know, I, I asked him, I was like, where the hell are you at? And he was like, I'm, I'm like 15 feet from the tree sand. I was like, all right, cool. Go back up, you know, crack a, crack a cold one and, you know, do your celebratory beer and stuff like that. And then I said, like, give me a call or shoot me a FaceTime when you, uh, when you get on the track. And yeah, uh, you know, uh, we talked for a while, a little yeah. longer than that. But um, but for the most part, I was just trying to get the gist of like what what had happened. Yeah. But you would, uh, yeah, you you were pretty fired up at that point. So I was like, all right, yeah, yeah.
0: So, all that, right, yeah, so get I, back
1: up to the house. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I get back to the house, and you know, nobody's nobody's around. My dad's there, but he's sixty nine years old. His ass ain't going out at seven o'clock or eight o'clock at night and help me dragging the deer out. So I'm like, it's gonna be a bitch to do this by myself, you know. like get on the track job and gutting it and dragging it out, and I'm like, whatever. So then Bobby made the comment. He's like, "Don't well, you see if Jimmy's available?" And I'm like, "That's a good fucking idea." Like I joked, I joked around with him before, and uh, so I texted you a couple times. You didn't answer.
4: Yeah, here, and then I'll, I
0: called I'll, you and you I'll, didn't answer. I'll
4: take over on this one. <laughs> so I was in bed, uh, and uh, one thing about me is I don't, uh, I I do drink a little bit, but I don't smoke a whole lot, but my wife does. And for whatever reason, I was playing video games with some friends that day and my wife was smoking and I decided to partake, which is not a normal thing that I do. and, And I am not, by any means, I do not have a tolerance for this. And this was a uh, this was a dispensary we, grade. We've, we've seen your
0: tolerance with beer. I can only. It's imagine. so
4: much worse. This was a dispensary grade pre roll of birthday cake Kush. So <laughs> it priced. yeah it kicked my ass. So I'm in bed, and I forgot to set my alarm. And I get up at four every morning. So I go to turn my alarm on, and that's when I seen I seen Ryan texted me. Saying, "Hey, you feel like hauling a deer out of the woods," and then he called me, and and I, I missed the call, and all of a sudden my phone's ringing again, so I answer. But I'm so out of it that like normal conversation is is not is not with me at that point. He's, I was like, "Hello," <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, you feel like dragging a deer out of the woods?" I'm just like, "Yes." <laughs> no, you're like, "Where are you at?" I'm like, what the fuck do you mean, where I'm at?" <laughs> So, I I I uh, I ubered over there immediately, um, and I get there and, I, and I'm feeling a little did, bit did better. You're
0: ubered over there. I ubered over
4: there. <laughs> um, so uh, I get over there and and and, there, and he's waiting for me and he's got the four wheeler ready to go to take it and I and I'm I'm feeling a little bit better but I'm still very much so out of it and stoned out of my mind and we're and we're going. <laughs> And it was the spookiest ride I've ever been on because we're in the woods, it's nighttime, and I'm I'm trying my hardest not I'm trying hard not to freak out, and so we finally we, we we stop the four wheeler and we stop and we just start walking for what felt like half a mile i'm like jesus christ where is he taking
0: me it's a pretty it's (laughs) It's pretty far walk from from that point for
4: me it's like a hundred yards from where we stopped the golf cart to get to my stand for for my for ryan it was like a quarter mile yeah it wasn't it wasn't that bad but it felt like it and uh we get there and it it didn't take us long to find it at all he he didn't run too far
0: before we get there So Bob had sent me a picture of the real big buck that we had had on camera, and he had it on a trail camera about 75 yards from where I, well, maybe not 70, maybe 100 yards from where I just shot a deer walking away in the direction this deer went. So then my head starts going, did I shoot that one? And is that fucker still walking 100 yards away? Oh, shit. So I'm thinking, like, there's no way. I don't think it was that deer because that thing's, like, that thing's massive. And, and I'm thinking, well, So, and then Bob, I think Bob had <laughs> called me, and I'm like, we're trying to run through the scenario, like, could it be that deer? And I'm looking at the picture he sent me, and I'm like, I don't see an, a, an arrow hole in it. So I'm like, then my mind starts going like, what the fuck just happened?
1: Yeah. Like, it, it didn't <laughs> dawn on me. It didn't dawn on me that, because you, know, you sent us a picture of the arrow and a picture of blood, and it didn't dawn on me that it was a pass through. So, like, on that picture that I sent you, you can see the whole side of that deer. He was three feet from that camera,, yeah. and you can see the whole side of that deer, and there's obviously nothing wrong with the deer yeah. and you could tell he was, he wasn't running, so I was like okay i I don't think he shot the big one it, but it it didn't dawn to me it didn't dawn to me at the time that you had that you had a pass through. I was thinking maybe you had stuck it and it didn't pass through or something like that. And then what, you were like, I don't see, I don't see a hole on the other side of the deer. And I was like, ah, that makes sense. I'm but what's dog. crazy
0: is like, <laughs> is that was the, that picture was like seven Oh one. It was like the exact minute that I shot that deer, like maybe not the exact minute, but like within minutes, that thing went walking through the woods, 50, 75 yards from me and walking down this trail. Crazy. But anyway, so so we're analyzing that and I'm like there's no way that's the deer. So while I'm waiting on Jimmy, I get all my shit ready, get all I get I got gloves, I got knives, I got flashlights, I got a spotlight. Jimmy shows up stoned as fuck. <laughs> like, I can't help but just think it's Super Troopers. Oh my god, I'm dude, freaking he, out, man! He, he gets it was there, so bad. dude. He gets there and like the first words, he's like, "I'm stoned as fuck."
4: <laughs> I'm like, "I'm like, I'm just gonna let you know right now, I'm really, really high."
0: I'm like, "Are you shitting me right now?" But but, <laughs> but duty calls here. We got to yeah. find this buck. <laughs> so yeah, we get on the four wheeler. We go out to the to the trail. We go out to then we then we walk out through this mystical forest that Jimmy had to walk through apparently (laughs) it's
4: terrifying (laughs) and uh
0: so we, we go to where the last blood was and before we start going anywhere i told jimmy i was like stay right here i want to walk around this thicket of greenery that i where i sounded like he crashed and i just want to use i got a spotlight and i'm going to go around this corner and i'm just going to shine and see if he's right here before we waste our time tracking so i go around this this trail and I start scanning, and I'm not seeing anything. And all of a sudden, I scan over to, like, literally the, green, the where the greenery is, and the fucker's laying right there. Hell yeah. And I, I don't remember what I yelled. I, I know I was screaming some obscenities. <sighs> and I, was, I don't You were too I stoned to remember. It was and something memory like... Memory loss. Fuck side yeah. Of, it <laughs> it was something like that. <laughs> it was really loud. <laughs> um, It was, yeah, something like that. I go running over the deer, and I yell for Jimmy, and I look over... And he's he's fucking ten feet from me. And I'm like, holy shit, you're right there. Like this deer, I shot it. It ran at a 180 and came right back and died ten feet from where I shot. I just
3: wanted to get back on that dose man. It
0: could not have gone any better. So yeah, we were out there, and maybe within a minute we had found the deer. Nice. So good for you, man. So then we uh, so we got it out. Um, get a little surgical. Jimmy got right in there. He really wanted that heart and liver. Yep, yep. And uh, went good. The gut job went went good for someone that was stoned. And and uh, <laughs> I was surprised. I was helper. very. impressed. Was
4: I was impressed how uh, how I didn't nick the hams.
0: Like I did a yeah. really good it was job. Pretty, it not, was pretty clean gut job. Nice. It was. So and uh, but the, so so then we so we gut it out and then we got to figure out like how fuck do we get it back here?
4: Well, hang the, on, hang on, hang on.
0: While we're gutting oh, yeah. it though this is when i really
4: start not having a good time <laughs> like it didn't bother me too much that i'm literally just elbow deep in some blood and guts we hear coyotes talking to each other chipping oh, at boy. each other not, chirping not at fu- each other not far they were not far yeah and and i i think they're closer than what ryan thought because i could hear them in the
0: leaves like circling around us and stuff we we hear i i hear them every night oh yeah.
1: Every, but, every oh yeah every every night those, i'm hunting but, and any time that we've shot a deer back there and that on that property, it's within. It, it's by the time that we recover the deer that we're we're hearing those fucking coyotes Yeah. Every single time. So. And they're close. They they, yeah. they get right up on it. So quick. so
0: we're gutting this deer out and like this like mid like cut job. Jimmy looks up and he's like, "There's something right there." I shine the light and there's nothing there. I'm like, there's no, there's no. He was just silence. really like, fast. He was there. I'm telling I you, I heard him. Out, man. I heard him. <laughs> you are <laughs> freaking out, man. Um, yeah. So yeah, so we got it out. Jimmy gets the heart cut out. Um, and the and the heart, I will say, it was annihilated. Yeah, you, and I couldn't have had it. And he's, I center punched that heart with that rage. I, I, I post, well, I didn't post a picture because TikTok will take it down because TikTok's a bunch of,
4: yeah. Shit. So that, the, those pictures are kind of hard to post on social media, but it was a through and through on the heart. It yeah. was,
0: uh, we'll put it on the turtlebowldoorsman.com page. Yeah, there you go. We Fair can put well, whatever, whatever we, we want on that That's page. That's right, There straight. you go. <laughs> but yeah, it was a, a clean hit right through the heart and that's why it ran about 30 yards total but i mean i don't think i've ever seen a more clean shot
3: (laughs) in my entire life i mean it was literally right in the center of the heart it was very impressive i was
0: proud of myself because i i figured there was about 38 yards from where i shot him because that tree was 40 and we were about two yards in front of that tree so 38 yards and i center punched the heart that's awesome so So we dragged the deer, and I'm like, so we're trying to figure out how the fuck we get this deer out of here because this is a big-bodied deer. Ended up being, I'm calling it a 10-point. For one point, that might be in question, but, um, yeah, I don't know. A 9-point or 10-point? I'm going to call it a 10-point. My battery's going to What does your harvest report say, sir? Um, (laughs) 10-point. So then I'm like, well, let's drag it at least to where I shot it because it's a little more open there. And in the 10 feet we drug it, I thought Jimmy and I were both going to die.
4: Yeah, it was rough.
0: I'm like, I'm like this shit ain't going to happen. We've got to go get the four-wheeler. So
2: Were you uh, were you having flashbacks to uh,
0: Kensington? Dude, this thing was so heavy. After we gutted it, I'm like, there's no way we can drag this all the way back to where the four-wheeler is now. So I had to go walk back to the four-wheeler, and I had to weave it through like over logs and shit and through some rough terrain to get it there and then dragging it out, even with the four-wheeler, was kind of a bitch jimmy pulled a nut muscle apparently uh
4: <laughs> oh yeah mate. we had to
0: tie we had to tie it off to the four wheeler but like he had to hold the head up to keep it from dragging it in the ground while i was dragging it with the four wheeler and uh it was quite the event but eventually we got it out got it up to my dad's took a bunch of pictures um and and yeah dude when you went to go
4: grab the four wheeler and you left me in the woods by <laughs>
0: myself with the deer i had
4: to call like two different people like just the just to like not be alone because <laughs> uh, it was not a good time well the coyotes were with you so they were not alone they were with me It yeah. was terrible
2: ryan uh what pose do you think you're gonna get for it
0: on the wall so they call it the uh well so yeah so so i took it to the processor the next day um, and I am going to get mounted, so I can officially say bold prediction. Come play, boom! Because it, um, I got it. Took the processor, got the cape on. It would have been Monday. Picked up the cape on Wednesday and drove all the way out to Armada to Shelve's Taxidermy, where Jason recommended and dropped it off and paid the bill.
4: Did you use this gift card?
0: Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. So it is officially done. It is submitted to the taxidermist, so it'll be on my wall in 8 to 17 months or whatever the fuck it takes for taxidermists now. So, yeah, so, I mean, it's no monster by any means, but it's a a big buck, and it's my biggest buck, and it's going on my wall. It meets the criteria. It meets the criteria, 100%. So it was, uh, yeah, I mean, that next day I woke up, and I think I was still on, like, an adrenaline high. That kind of felt like shit. And I just, I don't know. I just, yeah, I don't. I just felt like I had just ran a marathon the day before. Like it was such a long night. Didn't go home till like eleven. Then I had to get up at like four o'clock. I was not on time for work the next day. <laughs> hell no. Um, Good thing you're the boss. Exactly. It's a. You it could be in the boss. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. It was cool. The um, hell of an experience, and, and and the fact that one, the the deer cast had poor. I mean I was so like just depressed and like pissed off like throughout the night um and then I had done the rattling and the grunting I don't think that fucking mattered because he came into scrapes like so I'm doing all the making all this noise and he didn't even care so I don't know if that if that did draw him in or what but um yeah so cool experience like I said I don't know why he came in besides checking those scrapes so sweet hell of an experience congratulations man that's congratulations. awesome
4: good shit man yeah, snore
0: I, I can't yeah, oh, yeah. Two, so so that's my my final piece of this this episode this, this snore goes to jimmy for manning up showing <laughs> up stoned out of his mind you earned some respect with me um so you take that snore buddy so you gotta gotcha. gotta send it though
1: Snort. <laughs>
0: I appreciate the hell out of it. That deer would have been a bitch to get out of the woods by myself. Anytime, man. Anytime. So Since Bob, you know, i
4: got to play in Kentucky.
0: I think he said he really liked Kentucky, though. Normally we're we're dragging his bucks out of the woods. It's not mine, so it's not normally an issue. When are we going to drag my my buck out of the woods? When you start hunting.
3: I know. I need. Speaking of hunting, and I, I know this isn't a question for Jimmy because he doesn't have any of this, but when it comes to equipment, what about boots? Any suggestions on boots? Yes. Rubber. Yes. Well, okay, yeah, rubber. But, like, I mean, like, go to Red Wing, go to, like, where, where do you want me to go? Mine are, where, where just,
0: go mine are actually just field the stream, like, from Dick's. They're the 1,000-grams of uh rubber boots but i know itasca's are good um cabela's boots are really good but they're expensive
4: i'll show you a pair that uh, i use it's uh they're 120 bucks they'll keep you warm because i'm normally i'm a december hunter they'll they'll keep you warm even in that so sounds good
2: dan i would suggest a pair of kerosene boots
4: kerosene boots
2: yeah, kerosene boots so they can keep the flies off your candy ass.
3: <laughs> oh! <laughs>
2: wow.
0: Snap
3: like that, huh? I thought you liked it. Yeah. I thought
2: I don't know I do that, Dan. I don't know that brought me intense joy. I feel know. like we have a very very good professional uh, positive you know friendship and I just went and ruined it.
0: Yeah, okay, you just Jimmy, did. Jimmy Jr. Just did.
4: It brought me intense joy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man! So yeah, that's uh, that's my story of. I'm gonna call this episode Big Buck Down.
4: I have yeah. a couple Big stories DVD. for the next one. So yeah, we're uh, yeah. we're gonna
0: wrap this one up, but we will do we'll do another one. We got I, we got other stories to talk about. We just gotta we could be a fucking six hour podcast. So gotta
3: get yeah. back in that studio, beat lab, <laughs> the mix laboratory.
0: <laughs> Put my nutsack on your drum set. oh <laughs> uh. Well, good stuff, boys. Um, Bob, what do you got?
1: Um, I don't have anything. I'm ready to get the hell out of here. And okay. over here, listening to hunting stories as I'm sitting here not hunting. Um,
0: the next episode yeah, will be recorded at Bob's again. My yeah. wife, my wife will appreciate it.
1: Yeah, I'll be back next Thursday or so. So, yeah.
0: cool. Yeah. We'll be ready there to uh, we'll ready, be there Thursday. Ready to
1: get after. Ready to get after it? <laughs> yeah, don't come over Thursday. My wife will kill
3: you. <laughs> nope, we're going to be waiting for you. <laughs> she, has,
1: she hasn't seen me in a month, so.
3: Yeah, I don't want to be anywhere um, close to that. But, uh,
1: but other than that, other than that, don't have much else. Uh, keep legs crossed your mind on Jesus.
0: <laughs> Captain Jason.
1: I am going
2: to say folks should be paying a little bit of attention right now to the Detroit River because – Walleyes are hopping in the boat, number one.
0: And Uh, the bluegills are on the beds.
2: They just wrapped up. (laughs) It's been
4: a really odd year. The
0: bluegills
2: (laughs) have just finished up. their. They just slid off into a uh, post-spawn pattern. Post-post-post-post-post-spawn.
4: They had a good run, uh, didn't
0: they? They were just (laughs) fucking on those beds.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So... Yeah, the walleye fishing on the Detroit River. I mean, let's go. I'm not saying I'm not saying that it's springtime, but I'm saying that it's fast limits.
0: I got and I got, hey, I got one challenge done. Let's go for for the second one. I'm ready. I
2: don't know if the walleye really prefer the suicide duck, but we can give it a try.
0: Well, the muskie do. Um, I'm be and jigging, the other thing is the, duck.
2: the other thing is Monroe yellow perch hammering them on lake erie my dad went out on sunday three guys 150 perch ripped them Jeez.
0: jesus christ that's a yeah. meal
2: that oh is lord
0: good stuff other than that i got nothing you got nothing damn um
3: i got some kerosene boots on order okay thanks a lot amazon thanks Next for, day shipping thanks for the uh the tip there uh, captain jg otherwise it's,
2: uh the amazon prime right now has a deal buy one get one free so grab jimmy's size while you're at it
3: <laughs> captain jg's on fire all right and on that note have a good night
4: <laughs> <The fuck>? bye <laughs> jimmy not, no, I'm not going to do it this time. I don't
0: think. Okay. He's still stoned from Monday. <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> Sweet. All right, folks. Uh, it's been fun. Um, thanks for listening. Lots of good stuff coming up. Um, make sure you follow us on all of our social media. Check out our new website, com. Check out the new veteran tab. Um, the swag is coming. I've got tons of people who have been messaging me wanting to, to buy stuff. Um, it is coming. Give us a a few more days to kind of finalize some stuff and we'll uh, kind of get the ball rolling with that. Um, Other than that, that's all I got. Thanks, boys. Um, Been a fun night. As always, get outdoors and don't be terrible.